How is it that innovative software solutions have the ability to change the world and improve our lives, yet they don't sell themselves? How is it that I know my target market, but I'm not able to generate enough qualified sales opportunities? How do I even get started to create visibility for my brand across channels when I'm not an expert at marketing? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Welcome to Simplified, software marketing made simple. Hey everyone, this is Liz from MediaDev and welcome to another episode of our podcast. Today's topic is how market intelligence reports are crucial to any salesperson's bag of tools. And today I'm going to be speaking to William about that topic. So, hey William, welcome to the podcast today. How's everything? Thanks. Yeah, things are going well. Thanks for having me. I think it's my third time on here, so it's uh, be- becoming a recurring thing, and hopefully it continues. <laughs> Absolutely. And just for our listeners to know, so William is one of our top social selling executives in the organization, so working very closely with customers uh, to do outreach, lead generation programs, and as well help with some value-added insights for our market intelligence reports that are delivered to salespeople. So why don't you start, William, by telling us, you know, what is a market intelligence report and what types of information is included in in this type of report? Yeah, so a market intelligence report is basically sourced information to give a broad picture of of a company. So it's information relevant to a company's market, uh, so trends, competitors, um, customers, you know, even partner information, which is which is quite important, especially in the in the technology space. And then you've got your key decision makers, which is basically what sales reps are after. Um, yeah, so that's the type of information that you'd generally find in in a report that we do. Um, obviously, that can 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 vary. You know, if, if it's not a salesperson that's after an intelligence report, you know, a company executive that you know the insight information might might vary. So. Um, yeah, and, and just to tap onto that, um, you know, reports. You know, when I said they 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 can vary depending on a on a client's requirements. With what we do, our our clients are targeting the ISV space, um, so they want in-depth overview of of products and services offered, and who oversees and, and manages them. Like a, a rep that I deal with on a regular basis, he's always harping on, you know, William, you know, who, who manages this product? What is this product? Um, and the region that I'm doing in the UK, it, it's an interesting one because sometimes that you might find in one region there's specifically only sales and business development reps, and then you might find in another region like Germany, um, the product management team is is based out of there. So that's really good insight for for a sales rep on how they target that particular account. Yeah, absolutely, and I agree with you. I think the really in depth details is something that a salesperson needs and they just don't have time to go looking for that information themselves. So uh, absolutely um, knowing the structure of an organization and who does what and where they're located and, uh, you know, what are some of the main products that could potentially, um, you know, be source of a, of a partnership opportunity and what are some other technology partners that those companies already have in place. Uh, we'll give an ISV that understanding of, you know, could this 
potential be a buy or a build scenario? You know, we talk about that a lot in the ISV OEM space. Is this ISV really going to build out these features themselves or are they willing to partner with somebody else? So understanding that, you know, can also give value to say like, hey, well, this account that I have on my target list maybe isn't of the best use of my time because their policy really is to, to build out those features themselves and they probably never would enter into an OEM partnership. Absolutely. So definitely... Definitely agree with you on those points. So why is this information important and how can it be used in the context of marketing and sales outreach? I mean, we kind of touched on why it's important, but how would then a sales rep use this report to, you know, create pitches, let's say, when they're doing their outreach? Okay, so let's use the ISV space for an example, because that's what we specialize in. So you've got rep one from, say, one vendor who wants to target a particular company. Um, who they believe could benefit from utilising their technology to enhance, you know, the company's capability or the product's um, capabilities. So Rep1 wants to know what products and services are offered because most office, most ISV companies offer, you know, multiple products and services. So once identified what products and services are being offered, who manages them, all this takes time and, and a lot of research. So... Um, you know, a lot of the time reps can't find this information. Um, they probably don't even know where really to look. Um, you know, your LinkedIn and, and your general sort of website. But with our team, you know, we, we're specialised in that. So it sort of makes sense, I think, to, um, to outsource or have someone do an intelligence report. I think that I answer that question. <laughs> okay. So what types of insights have been the most important to you and why? Because yeah, I know a, you use these reports too. You know, it's not just that we've delivered them to the customer because you work hand in hand with the sales reps to be able to identify qualified opportunities for them to follow up. So when you get, you know, the access to a market intel report and you're working with the rep to really evaluate an account and find the best way in, um, you know, what are the insights really that have been the most pertinent to you? Yeah, that's, that's a good good question. I suppose the business imperatives one is, is is a huge one. You know, what's the company's goals moving forward? You know, are they looking to improve their product suite, which is crucial because if you know if if I think our product can enhance a a, a company's capability or product capabilities, you know, if they're actually looking to do that, well then you know that's great insight, isn't it? Um, Another one is is target markets, you know, verticals and horizontals, you know, what products and, again, what products and services they offer, you know, what does the product actually do? Um, a lot of the times, a lot of the sales reps actually don't know the ins and outs of a particular product. Um, so they're more sort of going in quite blind. Um, and it's super important because you want to know what product they have and how that can align with, with your business and service. Um, and probably the most important one is, Again, all sales reps want to know who the key decision makers are. Um, and it's not about just what they do within their role, what product you know they, they oversee. Um, there's a lot of insight that you can get from, one, identifying the key decision maker, jumping on their LinkedIn profile, um, understanding their profile, so what they do, their work history. So I'll give you an example. Um, a number of product managers were hired um, within a particular company who have had 10 years' experience working with Microsoft. And as a sales rep in the in the ISV space, that sort of tells you something. Or, um, mm. So they've got history working with Microsoft. So that would generally mean that they're probably using Microsoft in some shape or form within that within that company. So, you know, again, that's great sort of insight. It's probably assuming more than anything, but 
you know, it's sort of kind of a common thing within within the ISV space. So when you're ranking the viability of an account to outreach to them based on the information that you have in a market intelligence report, what types of indicators do you factor into the equation for your assessment and, and why? Yeah, I think the, the product and, and service um, has to align with, with what's what you're offering. That That's crucial because if your product can't fit into their business somehow, well, it's pointless, isn't it? Um, you know, they're going to make sure that the key decision makers uh, are in your region. And, and that's a big thing, actually, because so many times in the past, I've looked at accounts where a lot of the key decision makers have been based in the in the US, you know, which is common. You know, most big ISV, com- or, you know, ISV technology companies are, are based in the States. You, you know this yourself, um, Liz, with your experience um, in what you do. Um, so, you know, look, I, I look, I recently looked at a report I can't remember what the company was, um, and I was, I was thinking, how do I rank this? I think 11 out of 12 of their decision makers were based in the States. So to me, that says, okay, all the decision makers are based in the States. I can only sell in the UK. That's going to really affect me. But on the flip side, if I can cross re- if I can cross sell into another region, well, then it's going to be uh, a moderate to high um it's got probably moderate to high potential and on top of that, and the reason for that, sorry, is because they're already utilising our product in the United States, not in the UK. Um, so it's just sort of, yeah, you just got to differ. Are the decision makers based in your region or are they based in another region? And, and that's sort of how I um, come up with my, my ranking. So is there anything else you want to add about the value that market intelligence reports can bring to a sales rep? Yeah, look, I, I don't think it's – I think another area I don't think we've touched on is when sales reps are evaluating their account list for, for the year, I think market intelligence reports could add immense value value to that because, you know, I'm sure all sales reps are out there. They, they come to a stage where they, they've got five or ten accounts they want to add, but, you know, they're limited to how many accounts they can have for the year. So that's where I think a market intelligence report would – um, certainly add value, um, you know, and just keep in mind, especially the viewers, that these intel- intelligence reports can can be highly customizable because every sales rep out there has got their own philosophy on, on how they sell. So it's just a matter of understanding what you want out of the intelligence report, um, you know, letting media dev or whoever you're going to get to do these reports, let them know what you want. Um, so when, when you do get the report, um, it's tailored to, to your requirements. Excellent. That's great advice. Thank you so much, William, for your time today. And for those of you listening, of course, you can always find other great assets and resources on our resource library at mediadev.com. So thanks again for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Take care. Bye. You just listened to Simplified, brought to you by MediaDev. If you have software marketing questions or need help marketing your software solution, reach out to us at contact at mediadev.com and check out other amazing assets for you on our resource library at mediadev.com.